Leave your excuses after the beep, a podcast created for anyone who has ever used an excuse to not do something that you said you would. Does this sound familiar? From busy, overworked, stressed out moms to thriving moms, wives, and health coaches, Kitty Clemens and Kyla McComas are Midwest moms who are breaking down excuses and empowering others to do the same. Listen in to hear which of our excuses we break down next. I'm Kyla McComas. And I'm Kitty Clemens. at the time that this is being broadcast or coming out live to all of you. So I, what would it be if we didn't talk about new year's resolutions and some of the garbage that goes along with that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's totally true. And we talked about this in our last episode a little bit, just about, you know, new year's resolutions, not really working for me. And only one stuck one resolution has ever stuck that I can vaguely remember like when, where, and how I committed to that. And now I couldn't even tell you. Yeah. Well, I'm at a different, you know, stage in my, my resolution life, (laughs) but, um, but I couldn't even tell you like, what was some of the last ones that I was like fully committed. And that sounds awful because I wish that some of them I would actually stick to and I would be a totally different pace, but you know what? We're not going to go into the past kitty. We are going to like <laughs> set, set We're us talking up. About, yeah. 2024, you know, we can always pick Pick a new word, pick a new theme, pick a new goal, a new resolution. And we talked about it, just like you said last week, we have to change something if we don't want to end up the exact way that we did this year. So yeah, in, in looking forward to resolutions, um, we decided to look up some statistics about resolutions and got a good laugh out of some of these. And so we're going to share some in hopes that you will also find a little humor in this and give yourself a little slack. Um, and perhaps it'll open up some different dialogue and different thoughts about how to um, how to approach your resolutions this year. So, yeah. Um, but also, I want to ask a question before you start saying that. Um, like, how are you approaching or going into 2024? Is this mm. the same approach that you're doing every single year? Have you thought about it? Are you going at it a little bit deeper? Like, are you running into 2024 and, and you're like, yes, it's gonna like, I'm gonna conquer all this. And this is gonna be my best year yet. Or are you like, doing it at your pace? Because you want to do something a little bit different and know that if you do it at your pace, that it probably will get accomplished and not feel overwhelmed if you run into 2024 as like full blown, like all my goals are going to be met because I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yeah, that's a good question. On the hamster wheel right now of trying to 
trying to develop a plan to get off the hamster wheel, but I'm falling back into the trap of becoming overwhelmed with not quite being prepared enough to make the leap for what it is that I want to achieve for 2024. And I do this every year where I get really excited. Yes, it's going to be the turning point. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z this year. And it's going to, I'm going to do it different. I'm going to, you know, use this journal or follow this app or read this book or, you know, follow this person on Instagram and whatever. And then the week comes beforehand. It's crazy with the chaos of Christmas and all of the celebrations and the travel. And I'm out of my routine. And then the new year comes and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Well, I guess this is good enough. And then that's where it all kind of just goes downhill from there. Um, What am I doing differently (laughs) this year? Because believe me, I'm in that overwhelmed state right now. (laughs) That overwhelm of like, okay, what am I going to do? Like how, like I've had some great grandiose ideas of I'm going to, you know, track my food and I'm going to you know, um, step up my game with my fitness this year. And it's hard to not fall back into that trap of overwhelm and just kind of throwing it out there like, hey, you know, all things considered, I'm further along in my fitness realm than I ever have been um, starting the first of the year. Like usually by the time the new year hits, I've been out of a routine for so long that I don't remember the last time that I exercised or I have no form of structure with that. And that has been my ongoing crutch for the last three, at least three years, if not more. Like I'm going to be more consistent with my exercise. Well, that's not really an issue now. I have been more consistent. I've been, you know, quite consistent for the last four months with um, regular workouts. But now it's, okay, now I have to move beyond just, okay, what is it that you're doing? Like, what are you going to do to bring it to the next level, right? Because if we're not challenging ourselves, then we're not going to keep moving forward. So um, now I have to shift my mindset a little bit to how am I going to challenge myself, yet make it a productive challenge and see enough changes that it keeps me motivated. So what have I done? I've started reading some different books about fitness and about nutrition and because that's where my primary focus I guess is for right now with new year's resolutions um <clears throat> have I written it down no I'm still a little tepid and scared about actually writing it down because I'm not really certain what I'm capable of achieving this year so that's a little hairy and dicey and up in the air so that is the next step is to write it down and actually commit and then share it with other people so that somebody else knows what the heck I'm doing. Well, speaking of other people and finding someone, share with us the stats that you saw on what people um, are doing this year and are they going at it alone? Like a lot of people tell us, consistently every day I say it sometimes too of course um but I I preach this all the time I obviously feel like the people you surround yourself with are so important so like tell us the stats on what people are doing are they going at it alone or are they finding somebody what yeah what is so that 
all of the, like this whole poll and all of these statistics were um, put together by, by Forbes. It was a Forbes health um, poll that they did earlier this fall. And it was a survey of a thousand U S adults. So all of this information was um, collected from that particular survey. And one of the things that was very interesting in looking at that was 20% of the thousand people that responded say that they keep themselves accountable when, when it comes to sticking to their goals. So they are going to be completely responsible for keeping themselves 100% accountable, just keeping it to themselves. So 20%. Ironically enough, last year's survey, you know, Forbes does the survey every year. So last year's survey said 77% of those thousand people had responded last year saying that they would keep themselves accountable. So what the heck Mm -hmm. happened between last year and this year? Last year, 77% of us said, hoorah, rah, we've got this. We're going to totally keep ourselves accountable. And this year, there's only 20% raising their hand saying, yes, I can do this. Like, that's yes. a massive yes. drop. What the <laughs> such heck? A massive drop. Like, yeah. did those 50% of people that didn't feel that way this year, like, did they fail last year trying to keep themselves accountable? Or is it just becoming more apparent that we know we need help? from other people and we need accountability and support from outside of our little our brains. <laughs> we have so many things that threaten to derail us and distract us and keep us from reaching our goals that we really do have to keep putting ourselves in those networks and surroundings that are going to help us reach the goals that are really important to us. So ironically, and I it because I, I feel like, yeah, like you said, people are starting to realize that, um, or there's just more and more people really shouting it from the rooftops that, you know, it without, or you will fail without somebody like, and it doesn't matter if that person is in the, you know, if you're working on your fitness, if they're in that or not, if you're not sharing what you want to accomplish or go after or have some sort of encourager, like we typically just lie to ourselves. So we lie to ourselves like all the time of, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm going to start tomorrow or I'm going to, you know, this is going to be my new year's resolution or I'm going to blank. And it's just never, never happens because you have nobody to push you or encourage you to move forward with that. So on another question, so how many, what's the stats on how many people are how many resolutions people set? I yeah, thought this one was I find, um, because I was like, interesting. I'm just a one person. <laughs> I'm just a one goal. <laughs> like, you know. Yes, yes. So one of the poll questions were, how many New Year's resolutions are you planning on setting for 2024? And I just find this question dumbfounded. Like, what do you mean, how many? I'm going to set one. Mm-hmm. Because clearly <laughs> I haven't been able to be, I haven't been successful in previous years, why would I set myself up for a potential failure on more than one account? But these statistics are crazy. So only 2.5% of the thousand people said they would set just one resolution. 19.5% said they would set two resolutions. And an astronomical 45.5% of people will set three resolutions. 
And then you've Isn't got some crazies. Like, there's like crazies who are set in five plus. Seven percent of people are are doing five or more. Like, holy crap! That seems like a lot. <laughs> but each his own, I think. Like, and here's the thing: I was that person. I probably would have said give me three because I want to improve this, this, and this, and this, and this, like totally like the more, the merrier, like I am going to be that person this year. And I'm going to, I'm going to knock out those goals where I've come to realize (laughs) that. Um, and that's what we tell like our clients too, like, or you hear it all the time, like one, like improve each day, 1%. Or improve on something slowly. Like you're not going to go and drink half your body weight in water like today. Well, maybe you'll do it in one day, but you're going to get thrown off. So it's like gradually increase your water intake. Or when we tell people, I say this example a lot, like if you can't do one push up on the ground or even get on the ground, do one push up on the wall. And then do that for a few days and then go to two, 10, you know, gradually move up. So can you imagine like you're, you're going to overwhelm yourself and quit because you're only giving yourself little bit of energy towards these three goals. And it's like, okay, well, I need to accomplish this in my fitness, but I also need to accomplish this in my finances. And then I need to accomplish this, you know, goal whatever it's work. And then you have family and all these other things around you that are taking up your time. Like you're, you're like setting yourself up for another failure for your new year's resolution. And then guess what? What is that yeah. first Friday of, um, or the second oh, Friday? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. So the, it's become so common for people to not follow through yeah. on their resolutions, that there are unofficial dates commemorating the failures. For instance, uh, some sources say, quote, ditch New Year's resolutions day, unquote, um, has been deemed January 17th. So just over two weeks into the new year, people are already getting rid of it. Um, And then others say that the second Friday in January is quitters day. So that may not even be two weeks officially, because depending (laughs) when the first of the month is. Um, but ironically enough, the majority of people that set resolutions will stick with them for between two to three months, two to three months, both have a 22%, um, completion rating. So perhaps these are resolutions that were only short lived, you know, like if you had a goal to lose 10 pounds and you lost 10 pounds in three months, then okay, then your resolution can be completed. Or if you two months and then you're back at that. Yeah. Right. So I don't know, maybe that's what it is. Um, so that's always interesting and ironic and, you know, people have the right mentality when they're going into these, um, you know, to setting these resolutions. Um, there's 86% of the respondents of this year's, um, poll say that their new year's resolutions will have a positive impact beyond 2024. I mean, that's great. And 29% say that their resolution will have a positive impact for one to two years. And 57% believe it'll have an impact for three years or more. So people are truly looking at the longevity of their resolutions, which I think is great, right? Like when you're having that thought process of like, how do you want to move this beyond? Like that's exactly how we talk about our vision boards and our dream boards. Like we want you to 
cast a vision so that the things that you're working on now are going to continue to move you forward. You're not just going to lose 10 pounds this year and then lose the same 10 pounds again next year and the same 10 pounds again next year because you (laughs) don't actually keep moving yourself forward. The thought is if you're losing 10 pounds this year, then that's putting you at a healthier state to start next year. And then you can move on beyond that. So you continue to work on that. But ironically enough, um, health, physical health is at the top of the list in in whatever facet you want to look at the list. So improving fitness is 48% of this year's um, resolution. That's the number one. So people are looking to get themselves moving in some capacity or another. Um, granted, people can choose more than one resolution. So these percentages do not add up to 100. Just throwing that out there. Um, but the second most highest one was improved finances at 38%, which I think given the current state of the economy, makes sense that people are looking to improve finances. Um, improve mental health comes in at 36% this year. That one has been kind of at the top the last couple of years. And I think following COVID, that just makes sense. Everybody was in some dire places the last couple of years. Um, But then the next few, uh, lose weight, 34%, improve diet, 32%. um, Those are kind of the bigger ones. Making more time for loved ones. Great. I love it. Learn a new skill. Stop smoking. Stop smoking is still on the list. I feel like back in high school, like those were always the ones at the top. Not that I was personally choosing those, but that's what adults talked about. Like, we're going to stop smoking this year. That was always like the New Year's resolution. You're either going to lose 10 pounds or stop smoking. <laughs> like that's yeah. what I, that's the only thing that I ever um, correlated with New Year's resolution. So that one is um, much less at this point. Um, sadly, travel more is at the very bottom of this list. Only 6% of people want to travel more. So either everybody's already traveling all they want to, or we're deciding that it's just not necessary. I don't know. I feel like Hmm. I, I, and I can't say that I personally would have that as a resolution either travel more. That's just something I know I want to do, but is it a resolution? I don't know. No, because you just told me the other day, you're like, you're like, I still I travel. See, I got a, I looked at my calendar and I didn't see something coming up for travel. And you're like, oh. <laughs> I'm going somewhere. That's not a resolution. That is something that will happen. <laughs> I know. I um, we, uh, well, go ahead. Okay. So the funniest one that I have to say this, and I shouldn't laugh, but the very bottom of the list at 3% of people, 3% out of a thousand perform better at work. <laughs> Why is that so funny? Only 3% of us want yeah. to perform better at work. <laughs> oh man. I they don't know. Why that... To help somebody else. Right. You know, they want to, that... yeah. you know, maybe that's one of the few, I, I don't know why that needs to be maybe a revolution. Like a rude awakening right there is that people have such a desire to help themselves on their resolution and nothing is ever around like their job because yeah I mean I'm just thinking this out loud like it's like one of those things of we are so focused on our jobs and being the best there that we put ourselves on the back burner yeah and and then when resolutions come out 
we are on the top of that list or you as a person trying to improve these things. So you're trying to improve your fitness. You're trying to improve your health. You're trying to improve your finances. And, but throughout the whole year, your job gets the best of you. A lot of you. Yeah. For, yeah. For the majority of us, you're just what you do. Mm, Yeah. Very interesting. Well, so all in all, I thought this was mm. just a fun little thing. And, um, but, um, either way, like, yeah, we're, we're so trying to see we'll have to see for do it different, you know, challenge yourself and make it not the same and approach it the same that you did in years past that you failed at it. Yes. Dare to do something a little bit different set your resolutions up maybe differently. Maybe look at it from a different perspective. If you're a a five resolution girl, (laughs) maybe back it down, (laughs) back it down to one. Yeah. And if that's going well or two, you know, whatever. Or if you feel like you need to set a resolution in different areas, then have a plan. You know, we said it last week. If you don't have a plan, that's just a wish. Yeah. And are you planning your future based on wishes? That's but also maybe not. a resolution is not your thing. And maybe that's like needs maybe to be not. okay. That's okay. Because it doesn't work for yeah. you. You know? Exactly. If <laughs> you're not a resolution, <laughs> if you're not a resolution person, don't force yourself to be a resolution person. And if you didn't yeah. t- listen in last week, we talked about that. You know, talk you find a word that resonates with you, or just use this as an opportunity to update your vision board that you've created because whether you're a resolution person or not, if you don't have dreams or a vision or something that you're working toward, then what are you doing every day? You're waking up, you're going to work, you're, you know, raising kids, raising a family. You're just kind of, you're walking through life, maybe with blinders on, not really sure what, what's coming, what's going. And is that really what you want to do? You know, you if things ended today, like to improve better at their work, <laughs> right? Like, I don't know, like slow down and have a chance to kind of look at, look at things from a little bit different view Um, with these first few weeks of the year. Yeah. yeah. Take a breather, take a breather, slow down, reflect on what it is that you actually want more of this year and what you'd rather have a little less of and let's make a plan to make it happen. But Kitty, I want to think about that question that you just said, or that statistic. Now that I think of it, like, I might have said yes to that 3%. I want to improve better at work because even as a, you know, a health and wellness coach, I want to improve myself every right. single day with that. So this is true. Ah, huh. But might just also, be a different perspective. I enjoy what I do, though. So it's like, yeah. So I wonder, hmm, interesting. Yeah. Well, anyway. Think about that. <laughs> Think about that. So what areas do you want to improve for 2024? And what are you going to work on? You know, what are you setting yourself up for? And all that good stuff. And we can't wait to hear more. Yeah. We'll see you next time.